Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Burgers and Hummus with me, Hassam El Haj. The upcoming episode you're about to listen to or watch is actually an older one from my first podcast, which I talked about in my last episode, Let's Take This Online. I recorded so much content with so many different people and friends, uh, content creators, coaches, and I wanted to migrate it to this podcast as a Let's Take This Online. We'll keep focusing on you know, uh, being a boot camp for startups, entrepreneurs, people interested in the digital marketing and the online advertising world. So upcoming episode is, is, a, is a, a chat I had with myself and uh, a very close friend of mine called Yas. And it was just us kind of catching up, discussing life, discussing different aspects. And it was just a really fun time to just sit down with your friend. I realized in these kind of, of, of conversations, even with people that you've known for a very long time, sometimes just sitting there and talking in a, in a, in a longer you know, face-to-face, even if it's in front of camera or not, just sitting down for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes or whatever, and having a chat really kind of lets you know about your friends or people that you know for a very long time and, and their opinions on specific topics. So even though I've known Yas for years and years, um, we, lived in one, we, we lived in one country at the same time, then I left and he followed to the next country. So kind of like we lived on so many different continents. Um, and it was just interesting to get his his take on those topics, and I really really enjoyed it. And I definitely recommend it for anyone who has a has a close friend. Sometimes just sit down and talk, and, and let the conversation kind of flow, and you get to learn a lot about your close friend. So anyway, uh, for those listening, please make sure to like, subscribe, drop a comment, feedback, and uh, enjoy uh, this older podcast from Let's Take This Online, which is now been added to the Burgers and Hummus podcast. Enjoy. Uh, so three, two, one, and we're live, hey, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Take This Online. We meet Digital Hoose. Um, this is the number four podcast of the day, and I don't know when you guys are going to get it, but it's a special one to me. It's a very, very special one because I have a very, very close personal friend of mine who I've been wanting to get on the podcast, and he's like, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, we're just going to wing it, man. This whole <laughs> podcast has been one tangent, so why not have it with a good friend of mine? We have Yasser in the house. What's up, Yasser? Appreciate having me, man. How's Thank going, you. This is, this is very cool. The first experience for me. And, uh, Why? Really? Looking forward to it. Yeah. 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 Is your middle name Ahmed or is your last name Ahmed? My last name is Ahmed. What's your middle name? Azam. Is that your dad's name? No. Oh, okay. So in, in oh, my it's culture, di- oh, it's different. Okay. Yeah, we don't do the dad's name. It's it's my name, my middle name, and then... But who gives you the middle name? name? Uh, usually the grandparents. Oh, okay. Yes. I didn't know that. My roots are Indian, so... You know, in our tradition, it's like the grandparents kind of chose a name for me, and my parents didn't want that as a first name, so they just made it. Also, oh, the, the grandparents choose your first name, but then your parents wanted then made it the middle name because they didn't want it as a first name. Yeah, I mean, there's no real rule around it. Oh, it's God, not God, like it has to be that the grandparents choose the first name, but you know, as any parents do, they'll give a suggestion to suggestion to their kids. So they suggested to my to my dad that. Like my a suggested, like me. suggested, <laughs> air quotes. My dad should name me Azam, but my dad wanted to name me Yasser. Yeah, I think Azam, it was because right? it was the I don't know, Yasser, 80s, I don't know. Yasser has a, and all that was going on. Yeah, I don't know, Yasser has a better ring to it. Azam seems a bit old school, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if it's Azam or Avam, because oh. both are names. So oh, yeah, you're right. It's Azam or Azam. But in, like, in my culture, they say Azam. So Azam, which means like greater. Azam. Which means yeah. greater, right? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah so I have, one thing about the Arab culture is I, so my middle name is my dad's name. Mm-hmm. So Hassam Fuad al-Hajj. Yeah. The problem is though, so Fuad is a middle name on my passport. When I got to the AE for some, banks for some reason, decided that Fuad is my last name. <laughs> so now um, banks all think my last name is Fuad. Here? Yeah. That's odd. Because they, I mean, they understand that. If you see, if you, if you look at my debit cards, it says Hassan Fuad. Really? Let's say Hassan Al Hajj. Yeah. They took my middle name as my last name. It's really weird. And you didn't have a form where you could put in like your yeah, last name. Yeah, I, I put name. I put last name and middle name and first name. 
Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But in our in, in our culture, I know you know this, is that I have to call my kid Fouad. Yeah. I don't like the name. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. I, <laughs> listen, I love my dad. I love my dad. He's my best friend. Yeah. I just don't want a very Arab sounding name. I can imagine. Well, I mean, is it something that you 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 think you can bend the rules with? Like, can you, I don't can know. you get away with? The... I think I, I'm, I might do a middle name. Right. But here's here's we get here's where things get tricky. So wait, let me ask you a question. Yeah. So your grandfather's name is Hassan? No. Oh, but you're the eldest. Yeah, me, so my grandfather's name is Gabriel. Okay. My uncle called his first son Gabriel. Right. So he took it. So that's it. He's good. So I didn't have <laughs> the rest to. Of the I didn't have. I didn't have okay. to come out to be Gabriel. Okay. Right. Okay. But then my mom decided. Did my mom? I think my mom chose my my name, and she's uh, she decided for a very religious name. Hassan's a very religious name. Okay. Which is like very different from who I am, right? Right. Which is, I don't know. Whatever it is. So here's the problem. I want to give my my kid a, like a, a Renaissance name. I like Renaissance. I like that period, right? I'm not, I'm not gonna tell you guys the names, so no one takes my name. <laughs> That's a Renaissance name. I just like it, right? I like the I like the. It's not gonna be. It's not Leonardo. So you guys can use Leonardo. <laughs> but then if I have to call his, then if I give him his name uh, Fouad, yeah, for my dad, right? Mm-hmm. Then in Arabic culture, he's gonna have two middle names. It's gonna become very confusing. So for, for example, if I want to trace back my name, it goes Hassan Fouad, Jibrail. Yeah. That's my, so, so because my dad's middle name is his dad's na- name, right? Yeah, yeah. And then so Hassan Fouad Jibrail El Hajj, and I could keep tracing it back right. more and more and more and more. Right. So, for example, I could go Hassan Fouad Jibrail Yusuf El Hajj. Yusuf is my great grandfather. Right, right, right. Now, if I give my so my kid whatever his name, let's say my kid's Leonardo, his, his name will be Leonardo Hassan Fouad El Hajj. Mm-hmm. Now, if I give my kid a middle name of Fouad because I didn't want to call him Fouad, he'll be Leonardo Fouad. Hossam Fouad Al-Hajj. But I guess that, I mean, for the person yeah. Imagine the first son of every family is probably like Hossam Fouad, Hossam Fouad, Hossam Fouad Al-Hajj. You know what I mean? Which is... That's how it usually is. Yeah. I knew a guy... I noticed that in Saudi Arabia a lot. Qatar is the same way. I had a friend from Qatar in London. His name was... I think his name was Omar. And then it was Omar. It was like Omar Ali, Omar Ali. It was like that. Mm -hmm. It was repetition constantly. Yeah. <laughs> kind so of. I haven't decided what to do yet, to be honest. You know what I did what? with my kids? So I have a daughter and a son. Yeah. And uh, so in our culture, like I said to you, the middle name is usually just grandparents, know, whatever, grandparents or something else. But because I spent so much time in Saudi Arabia and I'm so familiar with the Saudi yeah. culture, um, my kids' names have my name as, as their middle name. Or like, oh. Just like your culture. Because so you just assumed because they're living in Saudi Arabia that you know. it was just yeah it was just something that you know like it's part of me and I and I you know this was a way to kind of that's cool you know, establish the the fact did that piss off your parents because they didn't get to choose no no my parents are really like flexible yeah um, you know um, my father was in an incapac- incapacitated state at the time so yeah. he couldn't really oh, participate but my my mom she was uh, you know happy with whatever was in Canada so. my mom was in Canada yeah who should who should stay with there Shadron. She knows. She lives with my brother and his wife. Oh, how many siblings do you have? I, two. I, I, I know. These are, see, this is a good thing about podcast. Learning <laughs> about your close friend. So you have two brothers? No, I have a brother and a sister. Older? You, I, we never oh, discussed We this. might have, man. Okay, we might yeah, have. Yeah. But like, we discussed so much. I can imagine. Do you know how many siblings I have? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I think because we have the relationship where we talk a lot. Yeah. Especially when it's just like me and you hanging out. Yeah, and we yeah. go into like tangents for days, which is basically a whole podcast on its own. Yeah. So I think we lose that real aspect of life. So yeah, uh, older sister, older brother? No, I'm the eldest. Oh, you're the eldest. Okay. Yeah. My my sister um, is 11 months younger than me. So we're born in the same year. 
Oh, wow. I was born in January. She was born in December. Accident? Uh, no, she is, was, the, is it the family theory? She was premature. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. she was actually. Uh, I mean, like, was the pregnancy like on purpose or was that an accident? I mean, you know, before me, my mom had two miscarriages, oh, okay. so I think that they were on a roll when they had well, me. They were going. like, okay, yeah, let's do it. So they they had her. Yeah. She was born premature with a, a murmur in her heart. So okay. she was in the hospital. There was for, no long term. No, she's totally not. Fine. She's fine now. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's actually the healthiest of all. Of us, <laughs> believe it or not, it works. Like you know, yeah, sometimes in, in mysterious are, ways. These yeah. things. So, I always tease, I tease my, so I have three older sisters mm-hmm. and a younger brother. You know, have you met That's my brother? I have not met your brother. Okay. No. Uh, so three older sisters, younger brother. My One of my sisters is like 10 or 11 months younger than, so than the eldest. Mm-hmm. My theory, she was a mistake. I tell her this all the time. Okay. And then my brother was a mistake because there's a five years difference between me and my brother. So right. I think he was a mistake too. Okay. So I always tease him anyway. So you weren't. That's, that's the important I was, thing. I think, I think it's just like my dad wanted a son and he kept trying and trying and like, girl, girl, girl. He's like, yeah. Oh, so, oh, so you were special. Oh, yeah, I was, I was a special one. But I, I think he's he's become like the baby of the family. Yeah, of course. Like second, even though he's built like a wall. He's like, oh, yeah. he's, he does like CrossFit. Uh-huh. Like professionally almost. Like he does a full time really? job and then basically does, he does like a lot of like, we had like a whole CrossFit competition now. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I should. I want to meet this. We're guy. complete opposites. Really. So I'm tall. He's short. I'm okay. dark skinned. He's light skinned. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm like. I'm like. He's like very. I'm like very outspoken. He's very like conserved. Mm-hmm. Right. And he like. I'm obviously fat. And he's very. <laughs> and he's what's it called? And he's very like healthy. You're not fat. Yeah. I'm getting there, man. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm down twenty kilos. Yeah, man. Six you, months, twenty kilos. You've surprised me quite a few times. Twenty kilos to go, man. <laughs> now I have a scale. I measure myself every day. Weigh myself every day. But the last week has been really bad when my parents are here and they're cooking Arabic the food worst. and hummus and, and tabbouleh <laughs> and all the breads. Yeah. For me, it's the breads, man. And then, you know, I mean, that's that's love, right? Between families, it's food. The food, especially yeah. with ethnics like so us, man. Even if it's not like they're cooking, it's you yeah. go out and keep eating different foods. And So is your brother married in Canada or a singer? He is, yeah. He got married. married to, he's, he, well... I <laughs> just <laughs> found out that he's going to have a kid soon. Oh, so no way. Yeah, We're yeah. Just come, this episode will come out in like five weeks. Right. So, congrats. Brother's name is Congrats, man. Happy yeah. you. Do your, so your mom lives with them? Uh, my mom lives with my, Ottawa? my brothers. Yeah, in Ottawa. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Yeah, Do you yeah. like Canada? Yes. I've never Love been. Canada. All I hear is everyone. You have not been to Canada? I've never been to Canada. Every time I talk to someone from Canada, all I get is someone who's over. Like, some, like when you talk to someone who's from Canada, they get yeah. so happy to talk about Canada. Man, Blue Jays representing. Wearing <laughs> <laughs> a Blue Jays hat. I, yeah. I got. I'm from the South, bro. Houston Rockets yeah. and San Antonio Spurs. Even yeah. though technically I'm not from the South, I just I just love Texas. Okay. I don't know something about Texas. I love. I've been yeah. right, I haven't been no, I haven't been to There's Texas. Something, I don't know something magical about Texas. Really? I don't know what it is. I love it. I don't know if it's the know. food. I love the people down there. They're the, they were the friendliest people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Like I, I expected them to be racist to a guy called Hassan. They were super, super. Everyone's super friendly down there. That's interesting. I I kind of had that sort of uh, I guess false idea of them being a little more racist because well, they're maybe if I go to, maybe if I go to like that, the middle of nowhere, yeah. And it's like this little gas town village. I'm sure Perhaps. they're gonna be racist, right? Again, that's everywhere. Yeah, man. but if you go you to know? like, for example, Austin is very it's a college town. It's very, yeah. very like, like uh, diverse, right. and they're very liberal. So they're not they're not pro Trump in Austin. Okay, uh, from what I know. Mm-hmm. But in like Houston, 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 there's a ton of Arabs, tons mm-hmm. of Arabs in mm-hmm. Houston, mm-hmm. and I think also in San Antonio and Dallas. No, I love Texas. I can't. I, cool. I've been wanting to go there for ages. I need to go. Need yeah. To check it out so sure. do you think you you're gonna move back to Canada? Just, that's gonna be your Eventually, place. Eventually, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's home. It. You know, we that's my home. parents left India in in, in the sixties. Oh, they, okay. they immigrated to Canada. They got married in Canada. They had us in Canada. A lot of my aunts and uncles are there. 
So Canada's home. It's the same thing. In the, so you're a Canadian citizen. Mm-hmm. Are your kids automatically Canadian citizens, even if they're born outside of Canada? Yes. Um, it there there are some some okay. specifics where I was born in Canada, but my wife wasn't. She okay. moved to Canada when she was one. Okay. So because of that, because of me, they they automatically get it. Are Canadian regardless of where they where they are in the world. Okay. But uh, their kids. But if I was like my wife, okay, and wasn't born in Canada. But I was a Canadian and she was a Canadian. We just weren't born in Canada yeah, yeah. and we had kids outside. Then there would be some stipulations. I think there are some rules okay. uh, behind that. The U- the I don't US, know the details. The U.S. has something, for example, I was born in the States. Mm-hmm. So my kids, no matter where they're born in the world, get the passport. Right. The citizenship. But their kids mm-hmm. have to be born in the States. There you go. So that's the thing, right? So for, but Trump yeah. just did something a few months ago. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's like it went into effect. Is No matter if you're a citizen, not a citizen your kid has to be born now in the U.S., no matter what, to get the passport. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Which sucks, because now I'm going to have to make a trek to the States. Yeah, but you know what? What? Just to be on the safe side, because you never know how the law is going to change later on, Yeah. Um, you know, when we're older or even not around. Yeah. Um, we figured it was best for us to deliver in Canada mm. and just have them for me, For me, it makes more so sense for it to be born in Australia. That. Okay. My wife's family's in Australia. Right, yeah. If we go to America, I would have to go to New York, and only my sister's there. While she has all her support system in Australia, right? Which makes of course, more sense. it makes more sense. And I mean, you know, Australia is just as—I mean, if not, you know. Well, supposedly, I don't know. I think more. I think what I could do is uh, my friend was telling me is that if, even if she, my kid was born in Australia, I could take the kid to America, register, but has to be within like a. I don't know, a few months or something mm-hmm. like that. So I need to figure it out. Okay. Because it'll be good for my kids to have both passports. So what's the tax situation with Australians? I mean, do they have to pay they don't pay. They don't pay taxes outside of Australia. Okay, so then it's a no-brainer. Why would you even want to be the American I don't know. I, be, I don't know. <laughs> Let them have the American. Let them feel the pains of... <laughs> IRS is chasing you down. Let them feel the pains of the IRS. <laughs> I don't know. Should I give them the American? I don't know. It's a good passport to have. Yeah, yeah. It's powerful. I mean, yeah. definitely. Have you been hearing what's going on in Australia with the fires? No. Horrible fires. The really? worst fires. Wildfires? In the history. Wildfires. Oh, Worse than the California ones. Worse in history. And it turns out, I thought Australia was like ahead of this. It turns out they were very underprepared. Really? They were lo- they're, they've lost like hundreds of thousands of koalas are just dying. Oh, my God. Sydney's all on fire. Yeah. And because Australia is like, all the cities are it's embedded terrible. in nature. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and But this year, for some reason, they had a very dry winter. Mm-hmm. So, usually winter will come in like rain a lot. They had a very dry win- winter and they're having a drought. Mm-hmm. All in all, it's just basically the whole thing was a matchbox. It's a recipe for yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're 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 struggling. Oh man, I it's horrible. That. Yeah, it's terrible. But the states, California's been really bad. Fires are scary things, man. With Lebanon, we had some really bad fires. Yes, yes. The problem is Lebanon. Always. We don't have a proper forest service, right? Mm-hmm. So the forest service in California, for example, would spray water. They would do intentional fires to burn down the dry mm-hmm. and to keep it safe. Like even with that, they had horrific fires yeah. this year. So imagine a country like Lebanon, a third world country, that doesn't do that. Not prepared. Even yeah. our, even our planes, the helicopters. You know, I heard about the helicopters to take the water mm-hmm. were out of repair. Were like in repair. Oh. They were broken. Oh, we had to borrow. I think from like I think they had to send it from Greece or something or Cyprus. They had to send or I don't know. They had to send like helicopters to help <laughs> us like pull water. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a pity. But, I mean, they don't usually have fires, perhaps, and so they're not prepared accordingly. Oh, there's a lot of fires in Lebanon. There's yeah. a lot of winter. Yeah, there's a lot of... And it's, it gets dry sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, when do you see yourself moving back? Um, within within, within five here, years? Yeah, we're here indefinitely. Um, okay. Because, I mean, as you know, um, I spent more than half of my life in this part of the world. Yeah, for sure. Right? So, to me, um, to some degree... This part of the world, this region, Saudi Arabia, UAE, mm. is, is is almost 
more home than Canada in certain aspects. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I'm in terms of the lifestyle. Yeah. Maybe family is there, but and we're happy raising our children here. Dubai is a safe place for children. It's so safe. It's I think that that's one great thing about Dubai, man. You can literally leave your door open. Yeah, exactly. And I and mean, not, sure, a lot of people argue that, you know, you're raising them in a bubble and then when they get out yeah. to the real world. But you have to, it's your responsibility to balance that. Well, Lebanon was a bubble for me. Mm-hmm. It was a bubble for most Lebanese people. And that's a third world country where you fear, where you feel a uh, lack of infrastructure. You feel a lot of things that you don't get around, but it's still a bubble. Yeah. So I think bubbles, like, like what's it called, they, they exist everywhere. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. For me, it's about, right now, it's about the economy is not that great. I'm worried about the economy. There. Here. Oh, here. Yeah. No, no, I agree. Yes. I agree. My line of work, though, is um, it's healthcare, and healthcare and education are, mm. you know, forever green um, to some extent. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so that's why I don't I don't worry too much, no matter how good or bad the economy is doing. It's uh, until I'm in this area of work, mm. uh, medical research, uh, workflow tools for healthcare. Um, there's always going to be a need for it. You know, it all depends. There's going to be That's ups true. and downs. I mean, there's going to be That's times true. where, as as you know, um, you know, customers don't pay. They're backlogs. Blah blah blah. But you get a you lot of those where you have to chase. Oh, I can't even tell you. I was just discussing this at the birthday party I was yeah. at last night with a couple of my friends and. That's is, it, the, is it really bad? That's the biggest problem. I mean, over in this part of the world, the problem with doing business is, is that by Sharia law, they they don't apply interest to late payments. Mm. In most industries, it depends, that, especially how about, how about late fees. Well, yeah, but I mean, the government won't accept that, right? I mean, not here, but I'm, I'm talking more about Saudi Arabia because that's okay. where most of my deals are. Um, they don't pay um, a, a late fee per se. It's just expected that, listen, we're going to pay you and we'll pay you when the um, you know the payment trickles down from oh. the top. What if, what if it goes and, bankrupt? What do you do then? You're I mean, done? A lot of business has been written off in the past, I'll tell you that much. Like the debt's um, been written off? Yeah, just uh, you know, there's there's been times where uh, we we didn't receive payment and uh, all hands were off the table. I don't want to get into specifics, but basically we had to sort of write it off and just you know continue doing business there. It's cost of doing business in this part of the world. Wow. Um, but overall, I mean, it's also there's a lot of opportunity here, opportunity that you don't have in other parts of the world like That's North true. America and Europe and stuff like that. So you know, because it's one of those sort of markets. Um, yeah, there there are pros and cons, I guess. Yeah. For me, I worry about the marketing media world, man. Especially when your client side, you start to see marketing budgets cut, being cut, even for twenty twenty. Yeah, you go, wow, even twenty twenty budgets aren't going to be that high. So, I don't know. Do you think it's because um, they can live without it? Is that is, is that no? I just think why money. they get cut first. No, uh, no. no. marketing is always the first one to get caught. Yeah, which is also the which which especially with old school companies mm-hmm. who don't realize how impactful marketing is. Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I've been thinking about it. I'm. I'm thinking maybe. Me and Tina been talking about the 2021 mm-hmm. to make a move. After, okay. I want to be here for the expo. Yeah, just to experience. That's it. gonna be cool. That should be fun. Even if even if it doesn't do that well, whatever. The fact that I get to go. Yeah. And like see it, I want to do that. Right. I mean, so I'm thinking. I don't know. Maybe Q4 2021. Maybe might be a good time to make a move. Yeah. I mean, I, I know. I know a lot of details about. Yeah. Know, your wife's uh, roots and yours, yeah. and you guys have opportunity elsewhere. So I'm, I'm just having to decide if it's gonna be the U.S. Or Australia. Mm-hmm. That's where. Because mm-hmm. I'd love to live in the U.S. Right. I'd love to experience it, even for a year. Mm-hmm. Right. And I really love to experience California just for. A year. Oh yeah, I would love to. Just for a year. Yeah. Right. I don't know. And the economy is doing well. Every time I've been to California, it's been a pleasure. Last time I was in California, I was 
15. I was a kid. Okay. Yeah. I was a kid, right? So I don't really know. I you don't ever, really... Have you ever been to the San Diego Zoo? No. One of the coolest places. I heard it's one of the nicest zoos awesome. in the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I love Sorry, zoos. I love zoos. <laughs> Australia's a great zoo. Sydney's a great, really nice zoo. It's an Australia zoo itself. Yeah, he's <laughs> walking out the country, man. Kangaroos. Every, by the way, everything. By the way, all the Australians out there, including my wife, who hears this, mm-hmm. everything in Australia kills. Uh, you know, my wife won't go. I think we've had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, this conversation we had at your house. Even funny enough, like even like Joe Rogan, because this is his podcast, he yeah. does not want to go to Australia. <laughs> everything is there to kill you. Everything can kill you. Yeah, everything kills you. Crazy. <laughs> I was reading about Sydney funnel web spiders, these spiders that has no cure. There's no anti-venom. Oh One God. bite, you're dead in 20 minutes. Oh, great. Dude. <laughs> great. The centipedes. Yeah. Even like koalas, for example, and like sloths and stuff. Useless animals, but mm-hmm. like their bite has more bacteria than any other animal in the whole world. Right. Yeah. The sloth. <laughs> you know, it's a Sid, whoever his name is. You know, this one. The, yeah, si- yeah, yeah. the scratch or bite of, an, of, a, of a sloth has more bacteria than anything in the world. Holy. We're talking about thousands of kind of bacteria. God knows what kind of Ebola or whatever the hell you can get from that, right? Man, it's freaky stuff. But you know what? But when I was there, it was fine. <laughs> I didn't experience that. I'm I just being dramatic. Cool. As long as you, you know, you follow the rules, yeah. you keep within the areas that you're supposed yeah. to be in and not, you know, trespass yeah. into wildlands. Of course, you're fine, right? For me, <laughs> I want to live in a country where I really, I want to hunt for my food. I've been thinking about this for years. Now. A hunt, hunt, your, hunt. Oh, a hunt for your I, food. I, yeah, I yeah. hate. I, I don't. I don't know what's your. I hate factory farming. I hate the fact that I'm eating meat With that comes from a cow. That's not. You know. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I want to eat the food I kill. Yeah, that is awesome. I used to do when I was young. Same when I was in my teens, we used to go hunting in, in the mountains of Lebanon, and we we shoot birds mm-hmm. and we eat it. And that one for me was a huge lesson in life. I learned. Yeah. So like, I would shoot it. My dad would make me clean it. I would have to gut it. I would have to cook it. I would have to eat it question yeah. did you when you did that did you guys have a moment of like silence and respect for the animal or something I, I like that remember. because you know i find that interesting um i was watching a, a documentary i can't remember what it was called but it was about the natives and okay. when they hunted to kill in the, to in, eat, the in the north america natives? North yeah america? natives okay. in, in, okay. in you know the uh yeah the native people in yeah. north america they when they when they hunted they all the hunters would gather around the animal and they would have this prayer or whatever mm. it was and some sort of a, a little sermon uh, in respect for this animal that they had killed. You know, just to say that, you know, thank you, Lord, and thank you, mm. this animal, for Food. sustaining us. That's awesome. You know, so that's, I don't, I don't, that honestly, was I, was, I don't remember I was too young, but when I watched, for example, when I watched like Cameron Haynes, Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. um, Adam Greentree, Stephen Rennell, he has an awesome... Um, a documentary series on Netflix called Meat Eater. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, awesome man. Yeah, yeah. And when they kill an animal, they are actually so grateful. Mm-hmm. And I watch them how like they, they say thank. They actually say thank you to the animal, mm-hmm. the dead animal. And for me, like man, that's like these guys are like ethical hunters, and like right. and they only hunt the right thing. Like like I, I was watching, I was watching one hunt. He was doing. They were I don't know which, where they were. They were hunting goats. Mm-hmm like these wild goats, and you can only hunt one that's past the prime. It has to be, basically, it, by knowing that, it has to do with the horn. Mm-hmm. So the horn curves. It has to be a number of curves before you can hunt it. Oh. And then he's like, they're following it to the T. I think it was in, I think it was in um, Alaska. That's cool. And they have to hunt, they're following that to the T. They will not even, and he was like, he's like, there's one that's on the line. Should I take the shot? He's like, no, I'm not gonna, if I'm not sure, I'm not gonna take the shot. Yeah. These guys are very ethical. And that's what I wanna be. That's amazing. And I hear like, like Jorgen talk is like, when I go hunting, mm-hmm. one elk is enough for like six months of meat. Yeah. Something ridiculous amount. I'm like, that's that's the life. That's amazing. You know what I mean? And you know, I mean, the respect in all of this, yeah. I think is is 
what keeps positive energy yeah, going from, sure. from, from thing to thing, from person to person, from life to life. Because the, so. the thing is, here's where I, I disagree a lot with like the left in the States who get a bit overzealous when it comes to hunting. Mm -hmm. They think that this animal is going to die a peaceful life and, and this, and this like spirit is going to go away. That's usually not what happens. These yeah. animals get butchered by bear. Ever, there's, a, there's a video going around on, on, on Instagram of this bear who is eating this baby elk mm -hmm. in the backyard of someone somewhere in I don't know, Alaska or something? And the sound that elk was making yeah. was horrific. I don't know if you've seen it. He's like, it's a gut wrenching remember. yelling. It's a painful, suffering yell. That's right. I mean, yeah, the animal kingdom's cruel. It's, nature is cruel. It's very right? cruel. But I, mean, I think most people, we watch like Bambi. Yeah. And where we anthropomorphize animals. Right. I think that's how animals, that's not how it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nature is very, like I follow this Instagram account called uh, Nature's Metal. Do you follow mm -hmm. it? Yes. Awesome. Oh, Lord. I love it. It shows the reality. Yeah, freaks me out a bit. It does freak me out. Yeah. Like watching these wild dogs eating the intestines of a zebra <laughs> while it's alive. Yeah. That's an animal with another animal's head. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah. that's nature. Stuff. I think, I think. Like, but, but it's, I mean, it's, it has its own sort of, you know, special I don't know, uh, thing to it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's what life is. 100%. It's the circle of life. You know? But people think that hunters are bad people because they're killing an animal. Not really. A lot of these hunters are very ethical. They take kill shots. Yeah. They, want these, they want these animals to die quickly. Like I was watching one of Steven Rinella took a shot. He, he said, I hurried it and it suffered. He felt down. Like he was emotionally distraught that he let this animal suffer longer than it did. He yeah. did too. Suffered like 30 minutes of dying like within seconds. Mm -hmm. And he was emotionally distraught. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like these kind of guys I respect heavily. Yeah. Right? And I mean, there's ways now scientifically proven mm -hmm. that um, you you know what the the uh, the least painful way of killing yeah, a specific animal or, or most animals in general is. So if you kind of <clears throat> try to follow that, you're, you're doing your yeah, best not, you know, to decrease yeah. the amount of pain. Um, and again, it's sustenance, right? I mean, it's life going into life to, to be able to continue I life. Agree. And, so, and also, there was this one story, I don't know if you heard about it, in, in Africa, there was this bull, bull uh, giraffe, a male bull, <clears throat> who's quite old. Mm -hmm. So after a certain time, they can't, they can't reproduce anymore, these, these bulls, right? Okay. They can't. But they still want to mate. But they can't make kids anymore. Right. So this old uh, giraffe was killing all the young ones mm -hmm. to protect his women. <laughs> but he wasn't passing on his genes because he couldn't, he, couldn't, he couldn't reproduce anymore. Yeah. So they made a decision. They put the, uh, the giraffe down. Mm -hmm. And the blowback those people got was massive. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. They don't know the story, right? This giraffe had to be put down so the new generation can mate and reproduce. Right. If they didn't, there's, this strain of just giraffe would have ended. Yeah. This little tribe because it's bull elephant. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize that. And for example... Other other cultures, for example, even hippos, for example, they would kill the young. Mm -hmm. So let's say a female hippo would give birth. They'll kill it on the spot to force the female hippo to go back into into heat. Right. Animals do it all the time. All okay. animals, yeah, to force just to keep because they just want to keep having sex. Right. So they kill the female. They'll kill the baby right when it's born to force the female to go into heat. Mm -hmm. Even zebras do it. It's crazy. If That's the animal can do it. It's yeah. Going back to your giraffe story, I was just thinking about how that relates to humans mm. and the law. And for example, serial killers, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, we all know that we mate as humans to yeah. reproduce yeah. and that's just nature. That's natural. That's the way it is. Um, but you have people that, you know, mate <clears throat> not to reproduce, yeah, yeah. you know, because of whatever yeah. um, urges. And uh, then you have people that, you know, have had sex with other people and killed people. And if you, if you watch, for example, um, 
the other day I was watching a, a documentary on Netflix that Pierce Morgan put out. I've seen it. About serial killers. Is it good? Oh, it's, man, it's amazing because he's interviewing these people and he, he they claim that they're innocent. They've been charged and they're, yeah. you know, incarcerated for life. And he's goes through all the different elements of these cases to be able to determine, you know, if, if they're truly innocent or not. Um, and you kind of have to judge for yourself and make yeah. a decision on your own as to whether they are or not. And uh, I, I just, I find that the same as the, the, the giraffe story you told, as in, you know, it's almost like we needed to implement the law to be able to yeah. make sure that this serial killer giraffe wasn't going around, you exactly. know, just knocking other giraffes out. Because to, to, to kill human beings the are the only creatures in the world who are understanding implications and can make something, do something about it, while animals are just following instincts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the human beings realize, okay, what we're doing is bad for the environment. We have to try to stop it. Right. Or this giraffe is doing something bad. We have to try to yeah, stop exactly. it. Because we've taken kind of like the role of guardian of this earth. And we're failing at it. For sure. <clears throat> but, but the intelligence is there. Yeah. The scientific the awareness is there. there. Yeah. Exactly. We have the research. We have the ability to justify these acts. So, I mean, yeah, as long as there's yeah. a reason behind it, yeah. why not? Yeah. And also, I don't know, just the, the topic of hunting. I know we went on tangent of hunting because I know because in Canada, there's a great hunting mm-hmm. environment and there's a great animals. You have elk and reindeer and, and tons of animals hunting. Ever, ever been on a hunting or there? Or you know anyone who hunts? No, you know, to be honest with you, I've never been on a hunting trip. I've never done hunting yeah. myself. I've never really. Ever seen, a, ever seen a moose? I have, of course. How how, how monstrous <laughs> are they? They're massive. Because like, oh I, I, I've never seen one, but yeah. I, I've seen clips, video clips. Of, of a moose walking down the road bigger than like bigger than the biggest car. Oh, they're massive. They're monsters. They're huge. They're monsters. Yeah, yeah. They're anywhere between um, a hippo and an elephant, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or sometimes the size of a hippo, depending on the size of a hippo, but massive creatures. And yeah. you don't see creatures that look kind of like, you know, deer or moose yeah. or horses that that sort of family of animals that large. So yeah. it's almost like they're, you know, they're protected. Are they protected by the government? Uh, I know they have. There's I'm a. Sure I, think, I think there's a. There's a. I know there's a moose hunting season. Yeah, there you can must hunt be. moose. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. sure there is, and I'm sure there's protections in Canada. They're pretty good with that stuff. Yeah, they are. Pretty good. You know, the wildlife res- preservation. No, they're also awesome um, is pretty good with 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 uh, do's and don'ts and, and laws and rules and stuff. So, I would assume that they're doing what they they need yeah. to do to maintain um, yeah, the population. Awesome. It's awesome. Just going back and rewatching this old podcast. I think I recorded that in like 2019. Um, which is only two years, but with all the global, you know, the global pandemic and everything that happens in life, two years feels like a different lifetime. The way I've evolved since then, that was, that was a Hassam who was not a dad yet, um, who was just learning about podcasting. You see like the, the audio levels were, were, weren't that great. The lighting was that great. It was a cramped room. Uh, you know, all the equipment, you know, was a bit old school. So, and you can see how I evolved today. It's just fun to see that, that change and that evolution. It's just, I think I enjoy rewatching these and it's, it's, it's fun to just, you know, to see what I did versus what I'm doing. And, um, I really hope you kind of, uh, you know, grabbed a glimpse at, uh, at the kind of stuff we, we were uh, kind of stuff I was doing back then and, and the work and the people I had on. And even back then, I think at one point, I think then I was like doing like half it on video and I was trying to get people to then to move to Spotify and listen to the audio. I was trying to, you know, I was experimenting with different techniques back then. Um, but I really love the way the show is now and the show is going now. So I really hope you enjoyed that kind of snippet into uh, almost like a little time capsule. And uh, that's basically it, guys. Uh, again, do please do like, subscribe, uh, drop a comment, feedback. Always great to hear from you. 
Um, again, the way we're going to be doing things continually. So uh, we're going to do three kind of drops. Um, the Wednesdays, uh, this one was was a few hours late, which is my fault. But usually what we'll be um, Thursdays would be like the old episode drops. We can, you know, relive relive those moments and kind of go back and see what the, the topics we were talking about. Wednesdays will be that new um, new topics, new explorations, uh, going into specific kind of to- um, specific kind of series on specific topics, um, and that's where we're going to explore that. And then you know Tuesdays will just be a quick news update, very short, five to ten minutes podcast. So we're going to have Tuesdays ten minutes, you know, quick one. Wednesdays will be a longer focusing on a specific kind of topic. This will bring on guests. We talk about different, uh, you know, uh, different things, um, you know, world events, uh, past, future, present, all these kind of things. And then the, the next day after that, Thursday should be the drop of an old episode. So that's why you guys always have fun, fun content going. And that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, this has been Burgers and Hummus. Not Let's take this online. Burgers and Hummus with me, Hassam El Haj. See ya. Yeah, I go home for the ground It's second nature, tell me what you know